Welcome to Elevate with V, a nurturing and collaborative community with the mission of empowering you to overcome challenges and to live your most extraordinary life. I'm your host, V, and through my own healing and transformational journey, I've encountered a wide variety of healers who have all in their own way shared one universal message, that every storm has a silver lining. Join me in each episode as I engage in meaningful conversations to empower us to transform our darkness into purposeful light. On this podcast, we elevate. So let us journey together and be lifted up to our greatest potential. Welcome, everyone, to Elevate with V. So excited to be here today with everyone. So this podcast is inspired by my own journey and as a way to express gratitude to those that have impacted me and offered me guidance. I would love to share who they are and their amazing gifts with all of you. So I can't wait to introduce my guest today, Amy. Hello, Amy. Hello. Thank you for having me, V. I appreciate it so much. Wonderful. So I'm going to share with everyone a little bit about your who you are so they can get to know you a little bit before we jump into kind of our sort of chat session. So Amy is a generational healer with Abenaki lineage and has been harnessing divine healing energy for over 20 years. Starting at age four, she recognized that she had a unique connection to something bigger than her, a kind of network of helping beings. Growing up in a very very religious household in a small town on the East Coast, Amy kept her God-given gifts quiet and was ultimately drawn to a 21-year nursing career. Amy now works full-time as an evidential angel-guided psychic medium and abilities mentor. She has also a beautiful podcast called The Humble Soul. So just so everyone knows, all this information will be in the descriptions everywhere this podcast gets featured. Um, So I would also like to share my own connection with Amy. So I found her on Instagram through a mutual friends live. And they were like, Oh, my God, please follow Amy. She's so amazing. I said, Oh, okay. So I started to follow her and I started to catch some of her lives. And I wanted to share that some of the things that I absolutely love about her is, you know, you totally stand in your power. You're unapologetically authentic. You're so funny, so incredibly gifted, and you're always growing and expanding yourself and your offerings. And one of the things I love the most actually about you, Amy, is that you are always supporting others. So you're always giving shout outs, you're telling people to follow each other and also collaborating and co-creating like we're doing today. So Truly, truly a boss and super, super inspiring. So welcome, Amy. Well, hot damn girl. (laughs) Can we do this every day? (laughs) I'll take it. I'm signing up. I'm coming to see you, V. That was an incredible introduction. I mean, I know this is a new podcast, but you make it look so easy. Because sometimes getting going in a podcast or any kind of platform can be a little overwhelming and intimidating and you're making it look all easy and thank you for the nice words I really appreciate that everything everything you just described is what I've always hoped that people would see and feel and so that makes me feel really good 
really good. So thank you for that. I love that. I love that. And you know what? I think sometimes it's one of those things where we tend to be so hard on ourselves that when you hear these words from someone else, there's a different way that they sink in. So it's really important for me, you know, with this podcast is to really acknowledge you and others who I'm having joined me to co-create these beautiful interviews to say, hey, reflecting back to you, like, you know, how incredible you are. And so I'm so excited. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And you know, you're right. And it's what an intuitive hit you're having, because I literally had this conversation with someone yesterday. um, And I mentioned it even in my live on Friday on Instagram. I mentioned that, you know, people think, oh, you're fine. You're, you're in your, you're in your boss bitch mode. You're, you, you're unapologetic, unapologetic about who you are and all those things, but there's still those insecurities. We all have them. I don't care if you're working in the light and you might have glimpses of the future and you might be able to psychically connect. It doesn't really matter. We all have a human experience we're going through and it feels good to know that you're doing it. It's good to hear it. Even though you know you're doing it, it still feels good to hear it. You know, like, you know, if you're like, I just want to hear you say, I love you. You know, I love you. Well, I know you love me, but I still want to hear it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I love that. So true. So true. So as you know, the show is highlighting healing journeys and how we've each navigated through many storms Mm-hmm. to get to our silver linings. So something that you had shared in your introduction, which is that you were aware of some of your gifts as early as the age of four. Yes. Can you share a little bit about that? Like, what was that experience like? Well, you know, we lived out in the country. And um, so it was a really quiet area in a country, small town, uh, very religious background. And my dreams were so vivid. I would have dreams of people showing up and visiting or coming. My parents hadn't mentioned it yet. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, so-and-so's coming to visit. Um, I started seeing spirit. I would see flashes out of the corner of my eyes. And I got a glimpse of spirit once. And it scared me so much that I was like, I don't want to see surprises. I'd rather you just tell me, but don't show me. And so that shut down. Um, But I would see photos. I'm a psychometric psychic and medium. And what that means is that when I see photos of people, I download information. I connect to them. If they're past, um, I download information psychically, and then they also come forward. And um, that was the kind of thing, like I would just have these connections on photos of people I never met before. And people be like, how do you know that? How do you know that? And then another situation was, I remember I was probably like six. Um, We go to church every Sunday, you know, sure as heck mom would put us right in front, you know, pew, like, come on, let's get right up close to God. And it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm good. Like, and I remember even just a little kid, I would say, that's not true. That's not true. And she said, Amy Lynn, that's my middle name. Amy Lynn, that's enough. You be quiet. You eat your Oreos or whatever snacks um, she was giving me to munch on while I'm drawing and sitting in the pew. But I had such a communication with, with God. For me, it's God. Mm-hmm. I say to people, let it be who it is for you. Maybe it's Buddha, maybe whoever it is, but source. And he was saying to me, this, this is an organ, this is organized by people and they've created a lot more rules than what I have. My rules are different. They've translating, they're translating them differently because 
I remember leaving church feeling guilty all my life as a kid, feeling guilty, not even haven't even done any of the sins that they said I'd done yet, <laughs> but I still felt guilty. And then I did. I had, I had um, premarital sex. You know, I, I did things. I experienced things. I, I would lie sometimes as a kid, we'd lie. It's like, Oh, you're going to hell. You know, it's like, no, I'm not. Wow. And so my mom used to get really frustrated. Eventually we would move to the middle or back pew um, because I kept saying, I don't, this is not true. There's things about religion that are true. And then there's things that are being, they they're using it to make, to control us in being a certain way. And that's not what God wants because these gifts are from source. I own from source. Um, I don't know that every psychic does, but I do. And, um, ultimately growing up through, through that in my teens, my mom was pushing me to go through first communion and catechism I resist, resisted the whole time, the whole time. Um, I don't practice religion now and I don't, I don't have any, any issues with anybody who does. I support you if people want that in their lives, that outline and that, that favors their life in a positive way Then I'm all about it. Um, but for me, I stepped away from the religious part and really dove into the spiritual side of it. And over the years, I worked with a shaman. I kept my gifts quiet. I didn't understand them. I didn't quite understand. I thought everybody kind of had the sensitivity. Um, but long story short, I just I just kind of moved through life in high school and stuff and then became a nurse. And that's when things really started popping as a nurse. Wow. Did- well, let's go back just a little bit. So were you an only child, Amy? No, I have a brother. Okay. So I was just curious to know whether you were, you felt completely alone and like you couldn't really share with anybody. So you were just sort of like, I'm just going to keep it to myself because nobody understands me. And I asked about a sibling because sometimes, you know, that can either help or not help. So I was just curious yeah. if that was. My brother also is a very intuitive, very sensitive empath, but he doesn't walk around saying, I'm a psychic medium. It's not really his thing. He's extremely creative in other ways, but he's very intuitive. Um, We were very close growing up, but I never really talked about it. When I hinted out about over the years, little hints that I had these knowings where people would know, they would just see like, how does she know that? I don't know. I just don't know. But they just kind of brushed it off. Nobody really fostered it with me. And so I didn't really talk about it. When I first brought it up, started bringing it up in my younger, like my high school years, my early 20s, there were comments and laughs. And yeah, she's crazy. She's a crazy bitch. (laughs) You know, friends and friends of friends are like, whatever, she's something, you know? And so it took me basically in my early 30s. I'm 48 now. So in my early 30s, um, I was already working as a nurse and I had the gifts and I was using them kind of in and around without saying that I was a psychic medium, just helping guide people. People always came to me, my clients, my, I mean, my patients, my patients, families, my friends. And then in my early thirties, I finally came out of the closet. <laughs> so share a little bit about that, Amy. So when you're saying when you became a nurse and you started to like share things, like, can you give some examples? Like what exactly Was that experience with like families or people that you were taking care of or? Yeah, I had, um, there were several situations. Um, I've, I worked in um, intensive care 
for children. I worked in pediatrics. I worked in um, pediatric pediatric hospice. I worked in all different types of nursing, worked my way up into a director of nursing position. But ultimately, um, I had several cases where a patient would pass, and the family are coming in, and I would you know talk with them and spend time with them as they're clearing the room, and I would start saying you know. Hey, who's the, who's, who's Rosie? Who's Rosie? Is this a little dog? Do you have a little dog named Rosie? And this patient was unconscious the whole time. So there was no communication. And they, and I had this woman look at me and go, how do you know that? And I said, I just have this connection with spirit world and I'm being shown this by loved one. And they started crying and they're like, yes, we have a dog named Rosie and Rosie lives with us. And Rosie is my daughter who just passed away is her everything. She loves her. That's crazy that you know that. Like little things like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't go crazy, but they'd be like, ah, you got some gifts. I'm like, you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just pretty intuitive. I've got got something. But didn't really start coming out of the closet right away. And then I moved from Utah because I lived in Utah for a few years, about 10 years. Um, I was originally from New Hampshire, Vermont area, and moved to California. California is just way open-minded to this whole thing. That's where I finally was like, ba boom. And I started doing readings. Like I'm like donation based. And then after like three to four weeks of donation based, and I was getting reading after reading after reading and just getting tons of stuff. I went to, okay, now I'm going to charge this. Like it just started. It was a part-time job. It was a part-time job and it turned into a full-time job. Wow. That's amazing. So I think there could be a lot of people who might not quite know. I think people have heard the term a lot, psychic medium. It'd be wonderful if you could kind of just share a little bit about what exactly that is. That's actually a really great question. So a psychic is someone who can feel energy in and around the person that they're working with. And energy is no time. No, there's no time. There's no borders. Energy can come through the phone. It can come through the computers. People can psychically send energy even without you seeing them. Mm -hmm feeling them other than just them sending stuff to you. Okay. So a psychic is, is basically transmuting and tran and um, articulating the energy they're getting. And it might be little photos. It might be pictures, clairvoyance, clairsentience, clear audience, hearing, knowing, feeling about the person, their energy, what they're like as a person. And a medium is when you can connect with a past loved one specifically. Now, psychically, we are connecting to spirit. You know, not all psychics will say that, but we are. If you're psychically connecting on energy, it's energy that's being and information that's being downloaded to you through spirit. So ultimately, people would say, well, if you're communicating with spirit, isn't that mediumship? It is. However, mediumship is more when you connect on a past loved one specifically, you grab onto pieces of them as though they're sitting in front of you, just like you and I are sitting in front of each other right now. And um, earlier when we first got on, I, I had a father figure stepping forward for Vanita and they're giving me drops. I was getting little drops and we'll go into that. I mean, if you feel, feel called to do that, we'll go into that a little bit, but I was getting little drops and I don't fully understand them yet. As we go, it'll start to make sense what it is that they're trying to share. It's like a puzzle at times. It's all kinds of information coming in from the, when they, before they came to this earth, all the way through until now back to the heavenly realms, their favorite colors, their hardships, their good times, their joys, their non-joys, all of it is being dropped. 
And sometimes we don't fully understand it. We just have to trust to share it. Love that. Yes. Wow. I, I didn't even know all of this. So I'm learning as you're sharing. I think that's amazing. So, you know, a lot of people that are going to be listening to this podcast, Amy, there probably could be more in the beginning parts of their journey. They could be in the middle part of the journey. Um, obviously, you know, I've navigated, you know, for two years, you've been in this journey for quite a while. Um, what would you say to someone who might be starting to just based on what you've shared? Like, they're like, ooh, maybe that's kind of maybe a gift that I have, but I don't really know. Like, what would you share with those people that might be listening to be like, here are some things that you could do. You don't have to suppress it for like 20 years or whatever. Like, here are some other options in this day and age that are like opportunities for you to explore. That's actually, that's great. You know, honestly, there's a lot of, there's a lot more understanding and open-mindedness to this to this phenomena, right? And um, what I recommend is getting a good mentor. If you think that, gosh, you know, I have a lot of things and intuitions and premeditative dream, uh, premeditative premeditative dreams, like things come up. I just know things. I don't know how I know them. I'll be like, I don't know. I just keep seeing a red truck around you, and then you're like. Bitch, my husband just got a truck and it's red. How do you know that? I don't know. I just keep seeing a red truck around you. I don't know, right? Um, but I've been able to fine tune when spirit, because a lot of us have a knowing and it's trusting the knowing, but there are techniques to practice. So if I said, I want to get in shape and I go into the gym and I'm looking at all the dumbbells and the bikes and the treadmills and I'm like, how the hell do I use these things? I know what they are. But I know they can help me. Yes. I've got the ability to do it. I've got my legs, my arms. I'm, I'm blessed. And somebody goes, hold on, come here. I'm going to show you. Oh, you push this, do this. Now try it. Okay. Now take it up a little bit. Oh, it's a little fast. Let's slow it down. You're going to build your way up. It's the same thing in what you do in your learning. So I actually decided to start the Humble Soul podcast. And it's to help someone who is an, it feels empathic, an empathic soul, someone who is any a energy sponge who can feel the energy of the room, feel the energy of people, feel the energy of animals, very sensitive energy person, learning how to get on your intuitive empathic journey. And for the people who don't want to sling cards or give readings, but they are empathic, they may be artists, they may be teachers, they may be servers, they may be hairdressers, they may be nail techs, and so on, attorneys, counselors, doctors, nurses, uh, mailmen, I don't know. Every single person has the ability to explore their sensitivities. Some people are more sensitive than others. But for the people that think, God, I think I have some gifts here. Like, I really think I could do this, but I don't know where to start. Start listening to podcasts, whether it's mine, um, Vanita's, listening to the podcast, because you're going to connect to people and it doesn't cost you a penny to learn about the sensitivities. But if you want to take it to a next step, the next step, join my class or any class where you feel called. Maybe it's not me. Maybe I'm not the teacher. You'll know who the teacher is for you. Get on their website, join their class. A lot of these classes are affordable where you can practice your gifts. I do that. I have, matter of fact, a psychic mediumship level one. You can go to humblesoul.com and take a look at that under the Humble Soul University. It's very affordable. 
And I usually keep my classes pretty intimate. I don't like to have too many people in there, but they build bonds. And I'm telling you, the first class that just went through the psychic mediumship one level is now in level two. And these ladies, and it's all women in this particular class, but welcome. But these ladies are incredible. I'm bringing people in now that they've learned the the techniques and to trust. I'm bringing people in and they're reading them and they're like, Amy, I'm... I have no idea how I'm able to do this. This is crazy. It's one minute. They're like, were you blowing smoke up my ass? It's like, no, babe, because I'm bringing in someone right now. And they're going to, you're going to read for them. You're not just when you read for each other. Everybody is at different levels. And it's a great way to start seeing where you're taking it. Yeah. I love that. Invest in yourself. And it's not a lot of money. I keep my classes affordable because I can't afford these thousand dollar classes and these $800 classes and these $600. I don't have that kind of flow to spend. I wish I did. And once in a while I'll, I'll do that. I'll explore and invest, but I want to be able to take these classes and be able to grow without expanding my, you know, getting, taking all the cash out of my wallet, not knowing what to do next. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I love that. That was perfect segue because I was trying to kind of understand a little bit more about, you know, what someone might be like, well, what do I do? How do I go about doing this? And so um, Amy absolutely is a great resource. And like I said, you know, all her information will be in the descriptors um, of this podcast episode. Uh, So definitely check her out. And I know I have personally heard on her lives, people who are in her class who are raving about her and how she teaches and her style. And so I think that's amazing. So what I wanted to ask you also is you touched a little bit on this. And I was going to ask you a little bit more about this, you know, the word empath, a lot of people are like, well, I don't know what that is. What does that mean? So what made you decide to kind of do your podcast, which I know focuses a lot about helping empaths kind of really understand more what that is, if I'm not mistaken. You know, it's interesting. So an empath is someone who is, is someone who's very sensitive. For me, all my life, I was told, you need to thicken up you're, you're, you're too sensitive. She's so sensitive. And an empath is someone who is just very sensitive to people's energy. Like you could come in and be like, Hey, Amy, how's it going? And you're smiling, but I'm like, she got something going on. There's something not right. She's going through some stuff. Like she's got the smile on her face, but I can feel her. I know she's going through some pain or I get flashes of times where maybe you felt like you haven't been heard enough or you've been afraid to use your voice. I can feel that energy. And a lot of people are very empathic. There's different types of empaths. I go through that in my first class. I break it down. There's the intuitive empath where someone is just very intuitive to people. They just know. They're like, I can describe, I could sit and describe you in about 10 minutes, right? And you're like, oh, that's me. That's an intuitive empath where someone else may be an animal empath where they're like, they know how to calm an animal down. They know the animal is drawn to them. Um, maybe you're a dream empath and you have a lot of dreams. And then you're like, I had a dream Penny was pregnant. And, you're, and then your sister goes, Penny is pregnant, girl. I was just going to tell you. She's <laughs> Shut up. Shut the hell up. She's like, no, she is. She's pregnant. You know, that kind of thing. There are um, different kinds of empaths, but it's absorbing the energy. You can be a room And by the way, you can be all or the above. You can be some, you can be all of them. 
Um, and if you're one of them, you can usually develop the others. And there's skills and levels that I do to help people do that. It's how spirit channeled for me how to learn. I invested finally, um, later in life, I invested in a mentor for just a short time just to get some understanding. And um, But spirit really guides me on how to teach this. And basically, I didn't have this growing up. I did not have this. I never had this until in my 30s and I, you know, podcasts were becoming more popular and I was starting to listen and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do a podcast. And they said, you're going to do a podcast. I'm like, the hell I am. Whatever. That seems hard because I'm not a techie person, but I'm going to tell you over the last three years, I have become a techie person. I've learned and you know, V, yes. I do things and one of the things they said is you will start a podcast. People need guidance who are struggling because a lot of people who have depression and anxiety um, and live in that anxiety and that depression or one or the other or both are most likely empathic. Most people who have addiction issues are empaths because we want to numb because we can feel everything. We can feel when we tell someone no and they don't like it. We can feel it. And a lot of times we don't want to set our boundaries or speak our truth Yes. Because we don't want to feel their disappointment in us. Where other people who are not as strongly empathic are like, this is the way it is, dude. And you're like, I want to be like that. I want to be able to just say, this is the way it is. I'm learning to do that, but I can still feel their disappointment. I'm learning to understand that just because I can feel it doesn't mean I have to wear it. And that's how I teach people through my podcast. Like you don't even have to take a class. Right. You can in any major, I'm on all major streaming platforms, just like yourself. And ultimately you can learn to understand it, grow it and develop it. Even just listening to the podcast. That's what it was designed for. Not to cost people a penny. What you're already paying to have your, whatever it is you're listening to your Spotify or whatever, but to be able to have that because it's important that the world knows there's, there's more on the other side than depression and anxiety and depression and anxiety really can come in play for people who are sensitive to people's energy, the room's energy, the world, maybe it's earth energy. There's earth empaths when the world is going through trauma, they can get depressed. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a place for them to feel safe and go, Oh, I'm normal. I'm just, like like bitch you don't you know you've been feeling broken all your life well guess what you have super you have superpower hero superhero powers and now you get to walk with a whole different attitude now yes versus i'm crippled with depression and anxiety no you're not that's that's you connecting with spirit and being sensitive um i teach people how to cleanse their energy too it's a very thing and cleansing your energy so that you are clearing and protecting ultimately putting a honey bubble around you yes. put it a raw honey bubble around you and then have it stretch so it's clear you know it's there every day asking your loved ones and your spirit world to protect you from wearing other people's or other situations energy i'm still aware of it but not to where it is mine. So I'm not going to come home from the grocery store and start screaming at everybody because the garbage still hasn't been taken out and it's overflowing when I had a great time at the store, but apparently I took on some other people's energy, not their personality. There's a difference. So you might be trying to take on personalities. That's, that's a whole different podcast. Okay. I'm talking energy. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for sharing. That's really, really valuable information, which I'm sure whoever's listening, whether it's now or in the future, I mean, this is some juicy, important stuff. And, you know, I know for me personally, like 
when I heard that term, I was like, empath, what does that mean? And this was, a, you know, kind of when I started my journey and I started to explore what the term was, I was starting to being able to map out situations that I was in that were, you know, basically like, oh, yeah, I've done that or I've been through that and very distinct memories. One of the things that I really was hard for me to understand because, you know, what I would hear was, oh, empaths, you know, they're just so sensitive. They're so introverted. They just, you know, kind of keep to themselves. I'm like, oh, my God, that can't be me because I'm like total extrovert. Like I will go to events, work the room, meet every single person in the room, all of this stuff. But I also realized that I also probably created something for myself so I could protect myself because I was so sensitive. The only way to survive was to thicken up my skin. And this is the way to do it. And so I was realizing that, wow, you know, this was my coping mechanism. But then when I was out, I was picking up really quickly. Like I would walk into a room and I would already sense an energy. And then my, I would feel like, okay, now what can I do to raise the frequency in this room, not consciously, unconsciously, like I would see someone, I would already know that something has happened. And then I would talk to them and say, anything to do to kind of help them to sort of pick them up. And I didn't even know that I was doing that consciously, but it was just kind of what I was doing. And it's just made sense, you know, over this like year and a half of listening and learning more about like empaths and all these other things that I'm starting to really kind of integrate All these different things that like now make sense, right? You're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Well, you're plugging in, you're plugging in. And that's the key too, is like, you know, where do I start? Start plugging in, getting on Instagram and plugging into different healers, different modalities, checking out things and experiencing energy work, whether it's a Reiki session, Reiki energy, um, just recognizing what's making you feel good versus, well, they all call it woohoo stuff over here in my family. Well, that's fine. That's them. That's not their business. It's not their business. Are they paying your bills? Are they wiping your tush? All right. No, they're not. You get to do what makes you happy. It's not their business. It's yes. not. And I didn't come, I was out of the closet professionally. I just came out of the closet um, with my family about a year ago. I was, I have over, let's see, over 21,000, about 21,000 followers on Instagram. I was at about 19,000 when I told my family or 18,000 followers when I told my family that I'm a psychic medium. Wow. I mean, nobody found out, like nobody heard through the grapevine or. I'm sure there was grapevine talk, but nothing was said. Now I have some family members that are very, very active and part, they come on my lives and watch and they're very supportive. And I have some that are just like, I'm proud of you. Good for you. I have some that just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. And so one thing um, I remind people is don't be doing anything like this, this kind of work to make anybody proud, but yourself and God, yourself and your angels, yourself in the, in the, in the collective, the energy collective of healing. Other than that, do it for that. Don't do it for other people's um, validations, especially the closest ones to you, because they've seen you at your worst. They've seen us when we're crying, we're weak, we're, we're lost, we're broken, we're happy, we're crazy, we're made, we're growing. And something that um, another light worker said that made so much sense. And he said, you can't be a prophet in your own town. And I think that's, you know, because we're prophets as people who can psychically read and give little information here and there to help guide. Um, you're just Amy. 
you're just Amy, right? You're just Vanita. You're not Amy, the humble soul, psychic angel guided psychic medium. You're not, it's, you're just Amy. And so not every, and, and then, and then you'll have people, they don't say it, but there's a lot of people going, well, why didn't she ever tell me we were best friends growing up, but they saw this, they saw the stuff. They knew that we, that I was intuitive, but other than that, like some people weren't surprised. I had some people say to me, I'm not surprised to be honest with you. I'm not surprised. And then I had some people that were just like, why wouldn't you have told me? Why is this the first time we're hearing about it? Dude. If I mean, like, seriously, you know, it's just like, it's, it's just like somebody coming out of the closet about their sexuality or coming out of their closet about their fears or coming out of, the, you know, we're not going to just because you were from a little town and you know, people and people know you doesn't mean you're airing out everything you're comfortable. You're not always comfortable to do that. Right. And so what I tell people is don't ever be ashamed because people are questioning why you never shared or be afraid to share your gifts because of what people think, because ultimately if you wait to make other people happy, especially in your hometown or your family, you may not get that. And that means you're, it would be a shame to pause. It would be a big shame to pause your gifts. 100%. And, you know, I love what you just shared. And the only thing that I would add to that is, you know, when you're going through this kind of journey, this healing journey, and I know for me, for these past like two years, you know, there is quite a bit of reevaluation, like what still fits in your life right now, what doesn't fit in your life, there are a lot of relationships, that mm -hmm. as hard as it is, you are going to have to release, because yes. in order to move forward, that's just part of the nature, not to say that you can't reconnect with some of these people in the future. But right now, you have to like, take that time to be selfish and focus on yourself and your own healing and your growth. And, you know, the ones that understand and support you, they'll be there. And the ones that don't, you know, it's okay. That's part of the process. And it's not easy. Believe me, I, I can say from experience, and I'm sure Amy's like, yes, yes, yes. And so it's like, you know, just focus on what you need to do. And, you know, just be true to yourself. And it's a journey. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. Uh, but be patient with yourself and be compassionate with yourself. And know, just like Amy has shared, my goodness, so many different tools and tips. And of course, you know, you can always reach out to her for her classes, listen to her podcast. There's a ton of resources and you do have to make a little bit of effort to actually go look at some communities, go find where people are talking about things that you're interested in, or you can learn and grow. You do have to take that time and um, invest in yourself. And um, that's truly what's going to get you on the path of just kind of opening up to more of your gifts and being able to then share that with others, how like Amy's doing. And for me, this is my way of doing it through a podcast and who knows what else in the future. There's so much good stuff for you. Before I know we're getting closer to the end, but I wanted to do a little mini raid for you, if that's okay, if you feel called. I would love to do that with you. Oh my goodness. Who's going to say no to that? Yes, <laughs> um, okay. So <clears throat> just so you guys know how this works, you know, as a psychic medium, um, I like to validate and connect people with loved ones who've passed. Some people come to me and they don't want a mediumship. They want a psychic or they want a psychic and a mediumship. Ultimately um, I give both. Um, and so it's a little bit of both because what, what people have to understand, and I teach my students, is it's not just about the validations you're giving them. They, they know their dad or their mom or their sister or their friend are there, but also they're good. 
they want you, they want to give you advice. And by the way, your dad is good at giving advice. (laughs) All right. And he's good at giving advice. um, First and foremost, coming through. And on top of giving advice, you know, it's psychic hits and little psychic things, little glimpses of the future, current situations, and so forth. And so as he comes forward, um, he comes up on my right hand side. That's my masculine energy coming forward. I select which sides are my kind of like a pendulum. My right side's my male side. My left side's my female side. Everybody's different. But when I get, start getting chills and feelings of somebody near me, I know it's a male energy. Okay. And as he comes through, he was bringing up childhood memories with you. Like you're not going to remember everything. He That was the first thing he brought up that there's little things that he's remembering and and enjoying and he thinks about and he wants you to know that you may not always remember, but you're going to have little glimpses. Like you're going to be doing something and you're going to have a flash. If it hasn't happened and if it has, feel free to share. But he's saying you're going to have little flashes of something where you're like, I forgot about that. Mm, I love that you're saying that, Amy, because I don't have a lot of memories of my childhood, um, which is why I sent you the photo that I did, because I actually found that at my brother's place, because I don't have a lot of photos from like my childhood, but especially with my dad. So I he's he's absolutely right. It's like I don't have a lot of memories, even though they're there. That's the first thing we wanted to talk about. (laughs) He's I like, love that. That's oh, that's so lovely. But he has a lot of advice. I feel like your dad worked a lot. I feel like he was very busy. I feel like he was successful, very smart, very intelligent, and quite an observer. Very observant. He's really watching. Um, I feel like his sensitivities are right on point with yours. I feel like very much an empath, but he was, I feel like very, he could be a bit rigid with his routine um, and expect other people to be rigid with the routine as well. Do you understand that? Yes. Yes. I mean, he's, he's laughing and smiling. She's like, yeah, <laughs> like I remember. Well, it's really funny because I will share this. Uh, my dad and I definitely butted heads a lot because his way of doing things. And I think I'm more like free spirited. So I think there was definitely. Yes, you are. You are definitely, you are definitely breaking the mold and um, he he's saying that he may have been resistant earthbound, but he is one thousand percent backing you. He's same thing religion. Um, a lot of times when people pass, their religious beliefs are surrendered. They still love God, their God, but it's a universal God when they get there, and it's all universal. It's spirituality. It's like they they let go of the worldly attachments. Worldly attachments are religion, believe it or not. Yes religion, money. He's like, can you believe it? Like, I'm good. Like I, he said, I'm not worried about the money. I'm not worried about money. I'm not worried about business choices. I'm more concerned now about your happiness. Like, for example, I know my dad, my dad is about business. That's he's a businessman, but I know one day when he passes, he's going to come through and be like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and that's kind of the way your dad is doing this. He says, there's no such thing as death. He says, I am just as alive and it's just as real for me as it is for you and Amy looking at each other right now at the screen. Um, He said, my body has passed, but my spirit is still alive. My personality is is still there. But anything where I struggled, where I was stubborn, where I could be very um, narrow minded in case of some cases, 
and really just make you want to scream or pull your hair out, those are gone. Now, he'll still give you a hard time and play with you, but it's just to show you his personality of what he was like here. And he still has that. He's looser. He's calmer. He's he's more funny. He was not really like a jovial person, but he was a kind person. But I wouldn't say that he was like, hey, life of the party. He was more of the observer. He could be funny. And I feel like as he got older, he he was not as rigid. I feel like he softened a little bit. Um, he says that he can, he could be a little selfish. He's saying that he said, I could be a little selfish at times and be about my opinion on something and not support you. And he says, honestly, you're the wise one. He said, you are wise. Now, I don't know if you're an only child, but he, but I don't think you are, but he highlights you. Okay. I don't think you're an only child, but he highlights you. He highlights you. He says, you definitely step out of some of the traditions where others are afraid to. You were always the one to kind of, you're like the, like, don't touch the paint. It's wet. And you're like, it's not wet. (laughs) And everyone else like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. But it's like, follow the rules. And you're like, it's not wet. I told you I'm touching it right now. It's not wet. So I feel like you've always been an intuitive. I feel like you've always been an empath. Um, I do feel like you have psychic abilities, healing abilities. I wouldn't be surprised if you started to dabble and learn more about your gifts. I think you'd be surprised. I think it will. Some people will sling cards or do readings and such. Um, Some people will use it in their creativeness with their podcasts and their growth and their speaking event and motivational. You are a motivational speaker, your dad says. Also, I feel like um, he also says I'm so much better now. I feel like he was sick. Yes. Um, Cause he says, I'm so much better now. I'm not sick. I don't have pain. Everything's fine. I, I, I keep going to heart, but then I'm also going down into like stomach, lung and stomach area. I'm right in the core. Do you understand that? Yeah. He, um, he was very sick towards the end and I think it was kidney failure is how okay. he went. Um, so yes, the last couple of months of his life were probably very uncomfortable for him, not just in terms of pain, but also in terms of you know, kind of in some sense, feeling like others need to take care of me, you know, and such a like, yeah, proud man. Yeah. <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> there you go. I just look stubborn. You're like proud man. I'm like, here you go. Cause he says I was stubborn. I, he did not like being a patient. He did not like slowing down. He did not like authority over him, um, but he would handle it tactfully but didn't like it. I don't know if he was in some sort of military or his loved ones over him um, were in military, but he's got a very military energy about him, meaning he liked to follow the rules. Um, He did like to follow the rules. He expected people to follow the rules, but at the same time, if he broke the rule, you doesn't mean you do just because I'm breaking it. Doesn't mean you do like he, he, you know, it's kind of a tight ship. Um, I feel like he, he's saying, I wish I told her more. I loved her. I wish I told you I loved you more. Um, I feel a little emotional and that usually isn't because I'm sad. It's because he's letting me feel his love for you. But he said, I didn't tell her just enough. And he said, my, my death was the way it was supposed to be. My passing and everything was the way it was supposed to be. And towards the end, he said it was painless. Uh, and he was, I feel like there was points where he was um, perhaps unconscious is that right? Okay. Cause he's showing me him like sleeping, 
but he was already passed in the other life, but his body was still going. He's saying he was, they call it the, the spiritual waiting room, but it looks like heaven. Like he's like, I was in heaven. And then he goes, Oh, this is heaven. <laughs> like, it's like a whole different, but it was like beautiful. And everybody that he loves all his loved ones, everyone coming forward and holding space. Yes. Um, I am getting a, a grandmother energy also coming forward. Is your grandmother past his? Yes. So his mom. Yes. Okay. Grandmother's coming forward. Like, he he's he's re reunited and it feels so good but that's coming from your grandmother like she's very loving and she's like baby come here my baby like taking care of him like a big baby spoiling him just like she always did with everybody yes well she was i'll be honest i didn't get a chance to really bond much with her um i didn't grow up in india so i would only see her once every couple of years and um you know, she was definitely more quiet and reserved, but I'm sure in the younger days, I mean, they doted on my dad. Like he was a child. <laughs> I mean, the yes. child is here. Yeah. an egg. Take care. Like yes. very much loved, very, very much loved him. Um, your dad was more of a introverted person. He was very introverted versus outgoing. I feel like he could be outgoing when he needed to be, and he could even be funny, but I feel like he was more introverted. I feel like he was an empath. He was very sensitive. I feel like um, he did deal with some depression and some anxiety, whether he said it or not. And I feel like, you know, like, I feel like you would know when dad was having a hard time, you may not have understood it fully, but as an adult, I feel like you can look back. And I think that's one of the things he's talking about. Like you could look back and go, I could see why dad struggled because he has, he had sensitivities that he didn't understand. And he ran by a very strict book. I feel like he ran by strictness. I feel like there's times where he held his voice in um, when he was younger. I feel like and as he got older, he was like, now that I'm in charge, Papa's taking control. Do you understand? She's laughing. Yeah. She's like, yep. Well, you he, know, yeah. I mean, I, I was just going to say that, you know, the, the, the job that he was doing, you know, he's, he was a diplomat. Um, so it's really interesting that you were saying that. So it's almost sort of like he was probably very introverted, but his job required him to be very extroverted. And he was such a big personality when you would see him at like very charismatic and, you know, just, people were drawn to him. He had that kind of energy, but I also understand what you're saying that there were other things that were going on. But again, he's, you know, first of all, being the man, being proud, there were probably things that he probably could not even express or talk about it because it just wasn't even, you know, something that you could. So you have to keep it repressed. Exactly. Um, He couldn't fully be who he wanted to be. Um, and you had to be a certain way as well. Everybody had to look good, feel good. He always looked good. He also smells good. Yes. Um, always took care of himself. I feel like toward, even towards the end, like he took care of himself. He, he took pride in how he looked. Um, I feel like he left a big void for a lot of people who were so proud of him and loved him. Um, he said if he could have made some changes and how he was there for you as a dad, he would. He would have valued family more. He was about, cause he said it was all about making sure he made the family proud and also guided. He was a leader and guided people. 
And sometimes when you get in that place, sometimes your ego will take over and it's like, I've got a guide and I've got to do, and you forget to make sure you're taking care of the very closest people that are there. Because even though they're right there close to you, under right there near you and you can see them, they still need that reassurance. And so he just wants you to know that he supports you. And I get triumph and success card. I have 10 decks in front of me. I hear things, I feel things. And then randomly they'll tell me to pull a card. And I get the triumph and success. And he said, "You were, it's in your blueprint. It's in our family genes. He says, we're all supposed to, everyone is supposed to have success. It's just family genes. He said, but the difference is your success is going to, is going to be about coming together, come together <laughs> right now. Right. He, he's letting me, they'll use music. And even though it might not be music. He listened to, he's going to let your music that I know to get me to understand. He said, what you're doing is his goal always, you said he was a diplomat. And I know that like, I don't know exactly what a diplomat does, but I know it's about bringing people together, bringing peace, bringing understanding, communicating about laws of the, of a country, of, of a continent, of a world, whatever. And what he's saying is he did that. He did it well, Yes, but he missed the boat when it came to the being in the moment being in the moment with the people that you love. So you're going to be teaching that you're teaching that in this elevate with V. You're going to be doing that. He says he's incredibly proud of you. And also money is important to your dad because it's a sense of success. It's just what it is. And I get lady, enjoy the growth and reap the rewards, 10 decks. And this is what I get. He says, this will bring in substance for you financially. He's no longer attached to finances. It's not, believe it or not, he's not attached to it. Um, He was kind of a big deal here, a kind of a celebrity. And in the heavenly realms, there are no celebrities. Everybody's a celebrity. Like it's no specific celebrity. We're all celebrities. So, you know, anybody, Tupac, you know, uh, Robin Williams, they're, they're incredibly special, but they're all equal there. And so they're humble. But he said, here, you're growing your celebrity. And here is where you're in your celebrity is going to be about healing healing and opening and plugging people in, you know, there's somebody that might listen to this podcast or another podcast and go, Oh my God, I heard this podcast and everything's changed for me. Everything, just that one podcast. And you're like, really? In fact, your dad is saying you will be making changes in people's lives or or facilitating changes and connecting to people and connecting people to people. And you won't even know, you won't always know the outcome, but he says, make it in your head as though you do because it's literally happening and wow. it will bring abundance because money is a source of um, a source of ability here in this world. It helps us have the ability to take care of ourselves and help other people. And you're like me, you're one of those people who are like my bills will be paid. I'm good. And I've got extra money. Oh, I'm going to do stuff with this money. I'm going <laughs> to help people. That's you. He's saying that he's like, she's, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll always be a wealthy woman. Um, and making sure she's she's content, but she'll never be really, really wealthy because she'll always be giving it back out easily because that's who she is. But in the end, it's wealth. It is. So, yeah. And he says the emotional loss, the memories or the things you miss about the memories as a child, he said, just know you will start to have more and more dreams, especially since the connection has happened. A lot of times when there's a connection a long time, this type of connection, you'll start to have more dreams, but he's going to be popping in or you'll have a moment where you'll go to do something and you'll literally stop and go, Oh my gosh, I just had a memory. I just had a really fun memory. 
And so he's bringing that up and he loves you so much. And he wants you to pass that love on to all your family, siblings, and let them know that he loves them. But he says, she's different. She's always been a little different. And and the thing is, is that when we feel different growing up out of our siblings, we feel like I'm the black sheep. 100%. And, And he's talking about that's kind of what you felt like or maybe how you were made to feel. But he goes, you're one beautiful, sparkly black sheep. Oh, sparkly black sheep, he says. And he says, you should be proud of that. He says, she's not a follower. She's a leader. She's me. Oh, this version of your dad. Ah, yes. Thank you. I'm going to try not to cry. That's, you know, know, I get it. He's stepping back, but he is just letting you know that he loves you and he's super proud of you. Yeah, that was so incredibly beautiful. And such a beautiful gift, Amy. You have no idea. That's so, so amazing. And the twofer in this is not only am I getting to enjoy this, but people are getting to witness what you do on the daily. So they can be like, oh my God, I want some of that. Let me get a hold of Amy. (laughs) I want some of that. I want to get a hold of her. And ultimately, this is just a few minute read, but we go in for and we get in deep. We go into the insecurities. We go into the, and it's not a judgment. Um, I don't judge people because I got my own shit. I got my own baggage. I'm I have a human life too. Yes. Um, We go into the places where we're struggling and they bring you out. They give you sometimes it's business ideas, sometimes it's relationship. And ultimately, we are, I tell my students, I tell my followers when I'm doing lives online, we are a huge department store. And we have many departments, love, money, insecurities, self-worth, parenting, friendships, family, all of it. And we get in in that hour, 30 minutes, depending on what you book. And we dig into some of those departments and it can be life-changing. Yeah. And I love what I do. I do. I love it. I couldn't, I wouldn't trade this for the world. Wouldn't. And you know, your passion always comes through, Amy. That's one of the things I love about you. I think you've been sort of a little bit more kind of reserved in this But people go check out when you catch her on like her lives. I mean, Amy is, I mean, she just lights up the room. I'm kind of inappropriate. (laughs) Um, And I say fuck a lot. But spirit, I'm going to tell you, your dad came, when your dad came forward, he said, I want you to act like a lady (laughs) with Vanita (laughs) on her podcast. And I was like, okay, because I am a little rowdy and I can be inappropriately funny um, I am a little more reserved because I'm in your house, baby. And so I want to, but there, there's the F bomb. I dropped it. But yeah, if you are easily offended, um, when it comes to cussing, you don't want to follow me. Right. <laughs> you don't want to follow me. Um, I am a nurse of retired nurse of 20 years. I'm sassy. I'm from back East. I say it how it is. I am the most loving, gentle human. I really am, especially when I read for people, but I give it to you how it is. And if somebody is sassy on the other side, and they are rowdy, that will come through as well. Absolutely. <laughs> more, than, more than happy to let that come through. But yeah, if you find me on Instagram on a live, you're going to see I'm, I am unapologetically um, who I am. 100%. And, 100%. Yeah. and like I said in the intro, I mean, that's kind of the reasons that I was drawn to you. It's like, and it's really interesting. I see the pattern for myself, like everybody that I'm like inviting or who has helped me. 
it's just a pattern. You're all like big personalities. Like you're so authentic. You really just say what's on your mind and, you know, you stand in your power and all of those things are so like, you know, inspiring for me, because for me, those are the things that I'm drawn to. Right. And so I definitely think that it's going to be a certain kind of person who's going to be number one, listening to this, listening to this material, following you, following me. And that's okay. Not everybody is for everyone, but the universe will also send exactly who needs to listen to these things or connect with you or connect with me. So for me, that's just like, that's a done deal. That's just going to happen. So, um, you know, but yeah, that's so funny that my dad said that. I'm like, Amy, you didn't have to listen to my dad. (laughs) I I certainly didn't a lot of times. So I could tell he was important when he came forward to Mike because he's just like, but that's just, that's his personality. Kind of yes. like, now, you know, here's how it should be, honey. <laughs> and doesn't mean it's right. Cause just cause spirits and spirit doesn't mean they're always right. They're still their personalities. They like to kind of control a little bit, but they know it's free will. But um, I know there's some people that don't invite me on their pages or don't invite me on their Instagram other on their podcast because I am a little rowdy. I am. Um, ultimately, you know, I I think the more I was told as a kid, you can't say that, you can't do that, you can't be that, is the more I was like, oh, I will be and I'm going to be. And so I, I also um, feel like, you know, the more I am me, the more I love me because the people that do follow me, the people that do book with me for readings or classes or events are accepting me, which is helping me accept myself. Yes. So without, without the people like you guys listening um, to our podcasts and our, whatever platforms we're doing without you guys, I wouldn't be where I am. And so for that, I'm grateful. I am who I am because people are allowing me to be. And that's huge. 100%, 100%. And, you know, I think that's what it comes down to is I really feel like it's so much of this entire healing journey. Like, what is it about, Amy, right? It's all about standing in your authenticity, whatever that looks like, and then realizing that it's not important to what other people think. If you can fall in love with yourself and say, you know what? I like me. I like me most days. I think I'm good, you know? That's the most important thing. Everything else, honestly, feels like it's a bonus. Now, I understand in the business world, that's not necessarily how it works. You got to get more people and likes and this and that and whatever. But I think it also says that when you are authentically yourself, 100% you will draw those people that will not only follow you, but they're going to follow you. Meaning like, what is Amy doing? I'm there. What are you doing? I'm right there. And I think that's so incredibly important. And I think the other thing that I definitely want to mention before we wrap up and, you know, you definitely do this so beautifully. And this is such a big part of what I'm doing is, you know, I really think moving forward, all of us who are here to shine our light and to really help to elevate others in any way that we can is about us just co-creating, doing things together, all this like competition energy and cutting people down. I think this is stuff that is no longer what's going to be moving forward. And the more of us that connect to that energy, not only are we expanding ourselves, but we're taking everyone with us. Let's all do this together, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I do lives and podcasts. I'll bring people on that mainly have a few followers. They don't have a lot of followers. And people like, I had someone who had a lot of followers say to me, you've got a big following. Wouldn't you want, don't you want to go to the heavy hitters? And I'm like, I'm, I'm always about the underdog. The new ones coming up, I want them to come up with me. Because it's not about, oh, we're just going to click in with the big, the big dogs now. No, no. I want people to know in just three years, I've grown my following and it's not about the numbers. It's about the connections, but I have over 20,000 followers in three years of pushing um, to get to see for people to see me. So I can start building my business. I really don't care if it's 18,000. I don't care if it's 5,000, as long as I'm having able to do the business that I need to do to support my family and be able to do the healing that I love to do and send the message. But ultimately we should be plugging into each other, no matter what caliber. Yes. Not about a caliber because we're all equal. I can learn something from V. V can learn something from me. Someone might hear this podcast and go, I love V. And had I not heard V, I wouldn't have met Amy. Or had I not met Amy, I wouldn't have known about V's podcast. And V's podcast is like, that's my religion right now. (laughs) And there's people that will say that to me, like your podcast, like that's my, that's my religion right now. Like that's helping me cope with my shit right now. And so I think it's incredibly important for us to support each other. Don't yeah. go quickie and hang out with all the big wigs or don't be like, I can't hang out with the big wigs. Cause I only, you know, I just started this. Hell no, no. We've been doing this work a lot longer than when you've seen us. I've been doing this work a lot longer. You've been doing this work a lot longer. You're just now letting people see you where you're going, Hey, I'm actually, hi. I'm actually creating a business now, but I've been doing this for a long time, right? And I think it's going to be beautiful. And in fact, I would like to invite you to come on my podcast, talk about your journey, talk about your where you've come from and how you finally got here, because there are so many people that would love to start a podcast. There's so many people that would love to use their voice and finally do it. And they think, I don't know even where to start. And to be inspired by somebody like you who is just getting on there and doing it because by next year and the year after that, you're going to be, you're going to be doing even more. Why not give people that guidance now? Let them jump on. hundred percent. Oh my goodness. I love that. I would be so honored to be on your podcast, but this has been such an incredible session. It's been amazing. Yes. It's been amazing. I mean, we have covered so many different things and there's so much juiciness in here for people to be able to go back. I'm thinking people are going to need to listen to this a few times. Juiciness. <laughs> juiciness. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to use that. I'm like, Vanina's got me hooked on a word. It's juicy. I like it. People, when they go, it is, they want to be a part of it. <laughs> if you juice like an orange, I'm in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, it's been so much fun, Amy. And I'm so honored that you are joining me today for this episode. And we've had such fun conversation and the bonus of being able to connect with my dad and to bring those messages in. And I just can't wait for people to listen to this and to be able to connect with you and uh, to be able to learn more about you and your amazing gifts and your podcast and all of that stuff. And again, people, All the links will be in the descriptions wherever this podcast gets posted.
I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, so much love to you, my dear. I so appreciate you. And I look forward to connecting with you on one of your lives. Yes, baby. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate you. Love you, my dear. Love you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Elevate with V. I'm super grateful for your precious time that you take to listen to these episodes. I hope that there were some valuable insights and tools to map onto your own journey. If you think that this content would be valuable for somebody else that you know, I would greatly appreciate you sharing it. If you have been loving this podcast, I would so appreciate it if you would follow rate five stars and leave an amazing review on Apple Podcasts and please follow and rate five stars on Spotify. Higher ratings and great reviews allows this content to get out to more people. Let's support each other and elevate together. Thank you again for spending your time listening and tuning in each week. I look forward to catching you on the next episode.